Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Looking at this team and what they pieced together this year, how, how did you view them, this group and this culture here in Rochester? Um, well, at the start of the year, I think we were uh, cautiously optimistic. You know, we... Uh, Felt like we had a good mix of, uh, of veteran players, especially our leadership group, especially Mershi and, and what he brings to the table each each day, um, uh, that we were going to have the, the, the right mix of, you know, veterans and uh, young prospects with potential that it could be something special. Um, we had some bumps along the way, you know, with, with injuries and COVID and various things that happened. Um, but uh, I think it turned out uh, as we hoped for in, uh, at the start of the year uh, in terms of uh, the team being able to scratch and claw its way into the playoffs and then uh, have some success together, which is what we really wanted. Uh, obviously, you know, it ended earlier than, than we wanted, but uh, the experience for, for our young players in particular, um, I think is just, uh, you know, so positive for them, uh, something they'll, they'll learn from and take for the rest of their careers. So, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's in, in my mind, uh, uh, you know, turned out to be a very successful year, even though it ended a little, little early uh, in terms of what we look for, players improving. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's first and foremost our goal here, to develop young players and, um, you know, help them along their path to hopefully get to the NHL. So I'm really happy with how that turned out because I think to a man, each player improved. Um, you mentioned a couple of things there, but you talked a lot about the prospects and how important it was for them to experience this year, but how critical was it for their development from the start to experiencing adversity with the lineup to then a playoff push? Yeah, I think it's huge. I mean, I think it's it's not easy uh you know making it to the nhl and being a professional hockey player um you know i've watched a lot of guys go through it um struggle with the challenge and 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 not make it um i think dealing with adversity and in, in particular uh you know i i don't think there's anything like the playoffs in terms of like showing you uh you know what the challenge is going to be like uh as you move up the ranks um you know, so to, you know, struggle with that adversity and, and the difficulties of playing on the road and, you know, the types of teams we played in the playoffs, um, 
you know, I think that's, it just strengthens uh, our players moving forward. So, um, you know, even though it, you know, ended early, I think we got what we were looking for in terms of that experience for our young players to go through and learn from, you know, and they're, they're going to process that, you know, uh, over the course of the off season. And I think, uh, you know, it, it, our young players are fortunately very driven, but I think it's, it's an added push for them. Like, you know, it's added incentive, uh, you know, something tangible they have uh, experienced now that, that helps them push even harder because they know that, you know, they're all hard working people to begin with, but I think you really have to kind of go through something like they went through to, to have a feel for, how much further you have to push because um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get this organization, um, you know, to an elite level, you know, and, and, you know, with, with the top teams in the NHL and really it starts with your young players and their approach. And, uh, and, you know, I've been around, been fortunate to be around some, uh, players in, 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 in Pittsburgh in particular, um, you know, the, the, uh, the example of Sidney Crosby, uh, you know, it's just like, he is never satisfied and is always the hardest working guy every single day. Um, and I think it's, you know, um, something we're trying to emulate, trying to have players and young players in particular that, you know, get a sense for how hard they need to push themselves to have the success that we want. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to have success. But I think uh, going through uh, playoffs in particular, learning um, how to have success together, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's a process. So, um, yeah, we didn't get to where we wanted to get to in the playoffs this year. But we did uh, take a first step, in my opinion, toward, you know, having that type of experience that, you know, helps build, you know, a little bit of a more of a foundation there. And what we hope is a, you know, broader uh, uh, success that we expect to have in the future up top. So um, just really happy with how it turned out even though, like I said, it didn't end the way we wanted it to. The experience for our players is, uh, it was just awesome. Yeah. Someone else that you mentioned in the first answer and then a little bit of in the second answer, Michael Mersh, how does he emulate that elite level, um, being the captain here uh, for these younger players? Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he is, uh, just absolutely fantastic for, for our organization on a day-to-day -day basis. It's, it's just how he goes about his work. The example he sets in terms of, you know, what his day-to-day -day is like, um, you know, it basically embarrasses the rest of his teammates to follow him. They're like, okay, that's what Mercy's doing. Okay. I gotta, I gotta adjust. And, um, and that's what happened over the course of this year. You know, I mean, young players, they're not, they're not, uh, they don't even know how hard they need to work because they haven't had to do it at younger ages. Um, uh, you know, usually the, the top prospects are so talented, you know, that, you know, 
things come relatively easy for them at, at, at younger ages. And as they move up the ranks and now you get into, you know, you know, knocking on the door to the NHL, it's a completely different story, you know? So you have the, the Sidney Crosby's in the NHL that set the example. Um, well, you know, here we are so fortunate to have Michael Mersch. Um, and it's not just him. We have other leaders, obviously, we're fortunate to have a lot of, uh, you know, veteran types on this team that are, are a similar mold, but Mersh in particular, um, just sets the tone. You know, I think, you know, he, he works so hard and he, he has a professionalism, uh, that he brings to the table each and every day that sets a great example. Um, you know, he, uh, he just has so much respect in that room, um, as a leader and, uh, and it's just easy for our guys to identify how they should behave because it's right there in front of them. And uh, it really has such a positive effect on the whole group. Hi, Jason. Good to see you again. Um, it, it, Matias Samuelson, this guy is not a number He's not a first overall pick. He's not even a number one first round pick. But yet in less than two years of development, he turned into a top four NHL defenseman and it happened like very quickly. Are you surprised with how quickly he's been able to develop? Cause usually players can't develop that fast unless they are the first overall picker in the top five or something like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd say somewhat surprised, um, you know, uh, at the timetable that he appears to be on right now. Um, he, he had a fantastic year, you know, especially the way it started with, with an injury, um, you know, uh, for him to end the year the way he did uh, is, is really uh, credit to him and the work he's put in. Um, but yeah, you know, I, in general too, though, I, I think that, um, you know, there, there still are ups and downs that may come down the road because that's how it works usually, um, that things aren't, uh, you know, aren't always on a steady path like this. You hope for that, but, you know, uh, the expectation is that, you know, sometimes there, there are ups and downs still yet to come uh, with young defensemen in particular. I think that's normal. Um, it's a tough position to play, especially if you're, you know, trying to play, you know, big minutes in the NHL. So, um, you know, he's put himself in great position um, with the year he had. Uh, unfortunately, he had, you know, injury that he was dealing with uh, at the end. But, um, you know, his year uh, on the whole was great, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, you know, the impact he was able to make at the end of the year up top. So uh, we have big expectations for him. I, I, I do think it's fair to say it's, uh, um, you know, somewhat surprising how far he came, you know, uh, by the end of the year uh, and the level he was able to play. Um, but, um, I think, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that uh, just by the way he carries himself, um, you know, he, uh, you know, he's just, uh, he expects to have success, you know, I, I don't think it's a surprise to Sammy, you know, just the way he carries himself. So I think that's part of it, his approach, um, you know, he, uh, you know, I would, I would think, you know, just with the, the career that his, his dad had, he, he's prepared for success. He, he knows what to expect. Um, and he puts the work in, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I, uh, we're excited to have him. And we already know he, Samuelson and Fitzgerald, we've seen them in the NHL. We know maybe they're ready to graduate, but well, the great seasons that Quinn and Paterka and Lucan and 
you know, the, the development that they put in this year, do you feel they're ready for the next step now? Are they ready to make the jump to the National Hockey League? Well, they had great years, you know. I mean, uh, so, I mean, the if you talk about uh, Quinn and Paterka, um, you know, in terms of the types of years they had at their ages, um, you know, producing the way they did, um, you know, it, it, it's it's really uh, kind of unheard of, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, so uh, they put themselves in, in a great position uh, to, you know, graduate to the NHL possibly, but that's up to them. You know, they got to still come to camp. They got to go through, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, this off season, build strength, continue to grow. Um, but they put themselves in really strong positions, um, you know, to possibly, uh, you know, start in Buffalo. That's, that should be all of our young players. Their goal going into the year is to, you know, to move up, you know, uh, so expect the same from Jack and JJ. And, um, you know, I think it's, uh, I'm happy for them that they had this experience of going through the playoffs and uh, experiencing what that is like. I think that helps them, uh, you know, possibly be prepared, you know, to play in the NHL next year. Um, so, but, uh, but I think the, you know, what we, what we've talked about as an organization is making sure that, you know, guys are in fact ready, you know, and not uh, jumping the gun, so to speak on, uh, on, uh, you know, forcing that if it, if it's not the right thing for them, but they, they, those two in particular put themselves in a really strong position just with the year they had, um, you know, UPL is, uh, you know, uh, coming off of an injury. Unfortunately, it wasn't able to jump in at the end. He was getting so close which kind of makes you, um, you know, it's, it, uh, that's uh, one aspect of the, the disappointment for sure. We had, uh, we had uh, UPL sitting there kind of chomping at the bit, but um, you know, that's again, same thing. You know, this is the first off season that he's had maybe in three years. I, I'm not sure exactly, but it's been a, a long time where he's, where he's healthy now going in to the off season where he can focus on his training and, and not have it be about, you know, rehabbing an injury or coming off a surgery. Um, you know, he, he needs to play games. Um, but that said, he, he played well when he was up top this year, uh, prior to, to his injury at that time, he, he really, uh, had a, had a strong stretch of games. Um, you know, we're going to make the decision that's best for him, uh, based on how he looks at camp and, you know, uh, what his playing, uh, you know, uh, where he can play the most. I think we think that's, uh, you know, the most important thing for him, but, uh, you know, we're of the mind that the players help us, you know, determine that by the way they look at the start of the season. I, I think, um, you know, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have, uh, a bunch of young players that, that have a chance to, to graduate to the NHL. That's what you like to, to see that improvement. So, um, They'll put the work in this summer and then and we'll see where they are in the fall. Good morning, Jason. Um, talk to me a little more about Jack Quinn. Um, you see what you get when he's the rookie of the year. You see the struggles in the playoffs, but how significant was it to you, even if the puck wasn't going in the net, what you saw from him those last two games? Yeah, you know, I, I thought that, uh, you know, uh, Jack's game was uh, – was coming around big time there at the end and uh you know what he hit the knob of the goalie stick there on that two-on-one 
Oh, man, that would have been a really nice way to, to end that game and move forward, uh, getting him off the schneid. But, you know, like the thing about Jack is, you know, he's such a competitor, right? So even when, you know, things weren't exactly going his way there, he was fighting through it and, and competing like crazy. And so I wasn't surprised to see his game really coming around. Um, you know, that being said, like, you know, it's, it's a different experience, you know, the, the year he had, uh, you know, in the American league, uh, regular season, what he did and what JJ did, it's unprecedented for sure. I mean, unprecedented maybe too strong a word, but you know, uh, just a fantastic season for both guys rolling into the playoffs, you know, then you have a different experience. They're keyed on, you know, like, you know, the, they're going through what we expect they will go through in time in the NHL. You know, uh, you know, we have high hopes for, for both of them, obviously, to be top players in the league, quite frankly, frankly, so and leaders for our organization. So to go through the playoffs, to understand what it feels like to be keyed on and a focus of the other team trying to shut them down, um, you know, that's a learning experience. So, um, you know, the adversity, you know, helps to build them, build that foundation even more. Um, but, you know, for Jack, uh, I just thought, uh, you know, it was just more of the same, you know, how he battled through it. Um, and I think if we had extended the series, um, you know, he, he pucks were going to start going in the net for him. It was just a matter of time. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about was kind of philosophically how you build the goaltending now going forward here, if UPL graduates to the NHL, like most people think he will, you're not going to have Eric Portillo or Devin Levi to be in Rochester next year. You got, you know, Malcolm Subban could be around. Hauser could be around. I mean, what kind of philosophy do you have in building goaltending depth for next season? Cause you have a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, that's an ongoing discussion and, and it's going to be really a, a critical decision as you, as you highlight there. So, you know, season just just came to a conclusion here you know i think the proper thing to do is to 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 absorb that a little bit you know uh as as a staff and and uh think about it individually and of course we'll have lots of meetings and lots of discussions in terms of uh where we go going forward with all positions but in particular goaltending obviously is is very important for the organization so um you know it's still to be determined is how i would answer that question um, like I said before, with, with UPL, he, he had a really good year. Uh, unfortunately, it was interrupted by injury again, um, you know, a, a couple occasions there. So, um, you know, we, we want to make, you know, the best decision for his long-term development. I think we say that about all of our young players, um, you know, and it's an ongoing discussion that, we're, that we'll have internally for sure. Jason, I'm, I'm curious what you saw in Lucas Rusek this year that can help you project how to, you know, build a, the offensive group among the forwards next year. Yeah, no, I mean, we were, uh, uh, to be honest, coming off of the surgery um, and being out all year and being a rookie first year uh, over here, uh, uh, I, I think it's safe to say we didn't expect him to perform as well as he did. Um, so that's exciting. Um, you know, I think uh, when we signed him, when we brought him in, uh, we knew we had a, a skilled player and, you know, uh, someone that had offensive ability. But um, like I said, you know, coming over here in my experience, uh, especially coming off an injury in the long, 
long rehab coming back from the ACL. Um, there were zero expectations for him to really be able to make uh, uh, the impact that he ended up making. So um, he uh, he he is a uh, um, he has, in our opinion, he showed in a, a short span of time there um, some high level playmaking ability. You know, some things that aren't uh, uh, you know very common in terms of. Uh, you know what he sees on the ice and his ability to execute um you know and you know especially in the playoffs um i think uh it was in, in, uh, very impressive to see uh so what we draw from that is is uh i think uh, a confidence that that he can be an impact player at this level next year you know and that he's probably a little ahead of the timetable that we would have otherwise uh thought he was on uh mainly due to the injury uh and the and the surgery and rehab that he went through so um you know it's big off season as it is for all these these kids but lukash in, in particular it, you know build on the success that he had in the in the window that he was able to play here at the end of the year um but yeah i, mean, I think he he showed to us that he's he's ready to be able to help us produce some offense here and that's you know that's a welcome thing for sure. When when we're most likely, you know, graduating Quinn and Paterka, uh, we need to pick, find a way to pick up the slack and you know find other players to produce offense. He he's certainly uh, someone that looks like he he might be capable of that as soon as next year. So that's exciting. That was kind of the next question. Was obviously you, you could have assumed to a certain extent what you were going to get from Quinn and Paterka this year, and now you're going into an off season where it looks dramatically different as far as high end draft picks that might be on your roster. Are you uh, able to say anything at this moment as far as um, guys that are on the reserve list that have been drafted, you know, in recent years in the organization that may come from Europe to help, uh, and or you know how else do you go about building? the 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 skill that you need on the roster here this summer yeah it, it, you know it's you know ongoing discussions for sure as we as we plan for next season you know i think going in you know just timing wise uh it just it, it appears to be a little bit of a, a gap year in that respect in terms of players eligibility to to play at this level uh this upcoming season in terms of our prospects so it's a it's a little bit of a different story you know it looks like at least at this moment um you know for next season in that regard um but where we are you know long term and you know for for future rochester and all the draft picks that we have again once again this year um is that you know the prospects are coming it's just a matter of of time and um you know just the way the rules work um you know, this year, maybe a little bit more of a gap year, um, you know, subject to, you know, certain discussions that are that are taking place at the moment with certain players that that may uh, possibly end up here. Um, you know, we're going to have prospects here for sure. You know, some of the players that, uh, you know, uh, finish the year here will obviously be here next year. Some of our younger players like we just talked about with Ruth Rusek, um, you know, uh and 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 other players that uh you know made an impact uh here this year i mean i, I think of uh you know players like byro and weisbach in, in particular you know um you know byro made uh such huge uh gains in his overall game over the course of this season um you know 
what happens is that, you know, some of these guys start to be more critical players uh, for Rochester next year as they continue on their path to hopefully becoming NHLers in the future. So um, that's just the way the cycle goes. You know, uh, if you're fortunate to have players that, uh, you know, played at the level that uh, Jack and, and, and JJ did this year, uh, you know, uh, up front, you, you, you usually end up graduating those guys to the NHL. So, um, you know, and on the back end, obviously, you know, Samuelson, Fitzgerald, um, the way they performed, they, they earned uh, their time up top and look like, you know, guys that are, are going to stick at that level going forward, you know, in goal, you know, it's a little bit of a different animal with, with, uh, with games played and making sure you get that, those reps uh, as a goalie that, you know, that you're going to need to, to really re reach your full potential. That's something we're uh, trying to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a work in progress. And, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the guys that may end up uh, being eligible for Rochester next year, but some of it is limited by, you know, uh, you know, the, the rules that are in place that, uh, you know, um, you know, keep uh, certain guys from being eligible to play in Rochester next season. So we'll look at it all and try to try to, uh, uh, you know, have a similar uh, situation for our team next year where we have young developing players, you know, surrounded by the right type of veterans that, you know, uh, that can help them on their development path. And, um, you know, it's an exciting uh, future, in, in my opinion, for the whole organization, but for Rochester in particular, because eventually all these draft picks, you know, um, you know, they're going to make their way, you know, through that uh, that pathway, uh, trying to get to the NHL. Lastly, if I could, because he didn't play a lot in the playoffs, but did in the regular season, you've mentioned the possibility of others graduating. Um, can you talk at all about what the end of year discussion was like with Ascari Laxon and, and, and could you or he or both envision himself as a very, very significant piece next year to tackle more minutes and, and, you know, take on that, that experience? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think first of all, when you, you look at Laxon's year, there is no doubt that his game improved uh, pretty dramatically. Um, so um, and it was a learning experience for him to be out of the lineup in the playoffs, but he handled it very well. Um, and when he came back in the lineup, I thought he played well. You know, um, he uh, is is a, a player that is like most players. Take, takes time to develop, you know, has aspects of his game that, that need work, needs to get stronger still. Um, you know, and part of that is 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 very normal. I think the things that aren't normal that went on here, like some of the guys that were able to uh, produce and have the type of years that, you know, uh, that, you know, that aren't usually uh, the case for, you know, players that are that are young and developing. Um, it's more the norm to have some struggles along the way. Uh, and and a scary is 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 I think honest about where his game is and understands what he needs to do, um, you know, to to become an NHLer over time. So you know, it's a huge, huge off season for him. You know, he uh, I think um, you know he uh, is going through that process uh, of of maturing. You know, uh, and 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 it's a path for him that you know, that, uh, 
you know, might take some time, but there's, there are elements to his game for sure, where he, if he puts in the work this off season, he could be a very key player for, for Rochester next year. What did our two prove to you just, you know, becoming a dominant player down the stretch and really into the playoffs and he's an RFA is, is the organization still interested in him? Oh, for sure. I mean, first of all, uh, uh, the way he performed uh, in the playoffs was 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 great. I mean, he great to see. So um, I think when you look at the whole team, like everybody improved. But you know, when you talk about R2's game, um, I think by the end of the year, um, it was very clear that he had taken a step. So um, you know, disappointment at the start of the year for him uh, not being able to stick in Buffalo. But long term, uh, probably really good for him as a player uh, to go through that adversity um, and then to pick his game up and 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 really like have the success that he had at the end of the year should give him a huge confidence moving forward. Um, you know, we certainly pay attention to that. You know, uh, very aware of how well he played. Um, and, and yeah, we, we, we absolutely want him back in the organization. And I think based on the way he finished the year, he's uh, going to push very hard for a job, you know, with Sabres. Um, and that's just the way it works. You know, I mean, when you have the type of year and you finish the way he did, you open eyes and, and get people talking about you again. And, um, and uh, I don't think we were ever disappointed in him uh, at the start of the year. He just needed a little bit more time and um and i think he's you know rounded out some parts of his his overall game that'll help him have a better chance next year of sticking we all know that he can produce offense at this level um but learning to uh you know find ways that he can contribute uh to the lineup uh up top i think by uh, rounding out the rest of his game you know obviously it's the nhl is incredibly fast and and, uh, you know, so every one of our players need to constantly be focused on finding any way they can to, to, to get just a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. And R2's in that group as well. Um, he obviously uh, um, has, uh, you know, ended the year on a high note. So he should have confidence that, you know, he can come in and, and win a job in the fall. And that's certainly what we would expect him to do. Come in, ready to go, come next, uh, come the start of next season. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.